You know we're not seeing your B uh, B roll screen either, right? Oh. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Inner Chazman here, and we are back once again with another episode of the Inner Chazman podcast. That's right, your absolute favorite place on the interwebs to uh, hear dummies talk about uh, video games very badly for two hours every night, or every episode, I should say. Um, every night. No. Every night. Oh. Don't give me that kind of schedule. Don't work that, with that hard chest. Is that too yeah, much? Yeah, please. We don't get paid that much. Cracking down on these guys. I yeah. gotta, gotta I get my money's worth. <laughs> to, to, to uh, no overtime. No more overtime. No, I, I think you're overpaid right now, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um. So real quick, yeah. If you guys didn't see, we had our second annual Chadsies Award. So please feel free to go check that out if you guys wanted to see any of our. Uh, kind of uh, distinctions for a favorite game, anything we had kind of going on. Um, I guess I will have one kind of announcement that will be happening per next episode. Uh, we did decide to finally make this podcast its own uh, channel on YouTube, so this will probably be the last one on my channel. Woo. So yeah, anyone looking for... Oh, you haven't for... switched it over to the new channel yet? No, because I'm still Just... filling in everything over there, but yeah, n next episode will be uh, over there. Starting from ground zero. Um. So yeah, real quick, just to get into womp some womp. of the topics There's that we have. All two of our fans. <laughs> oh, I'm, sh I'm sure they will happily follow us over there, right? Uh, who's who's yeah, a I'm fan? Sure your mom and uh, your cousin will <laughs> subscribe over there too. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. All right. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna be talking about some game. Well, a game. I guess it sounds like these guys have been kind of kind of slacking uh talking about a game uh we got our use we got a kind of a mix-up that we're going to be doing with highlights from the horde and uh we'll start doing that this episode we've got some very uh meaty nice subjects for speed run topics and then of course one of my favorite uh uh things that we've kind of been doing is what the, the high, our high score olympics that was one of my favorite things we did last year we're going to be uh kind of getting that going and sir uh um, I almost called you by your name. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gamer is going to be coming up with my uh, with his punishment towards me for uh, from my, for my being bad. Jazz is trying to get you doxxed. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, he's going to be throwing up your social here in the middle of the stream and totally <laughs> shit. EPS coordinates. I don't like uh, the idea. So yeah, oh, once again, these are my buddies, Metal Gamer and Phoenix, uh, my co-hosts here on the Inner Chassman podcast. So how have you guys been? Uh, it's another year of you guys coming out of what is it? What was the old thing? The basement or the the attic? What was the old attic? No, I think I was the basement. Metal was the attic, and man, I don't know how long we've we been doing this thing now. It's been like, is it a year and a half? Two years? Man, I totally thought when I agreed to do this, it'd fizzle out in like three months, and I'd be off the hook. But here nope. I am. So. Wow, well, wow. Well. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, the new year has been starting out pretty good. I've been, you know, trying to be a better person. I went to the gym today, so, you know, oh. all, all strong. Uh, you our know, buddy, trying to uh, stop procrastinating in life. Our which, buddy you know, Kyle's starting to rub thing. off on you. Yeah, exactly. But don't don't worry. I'm sure in the next couple of weeks I'm going to fall back into a pit of uh, self-loathing and depression. So it'll be normal again. You know, probably a good thing. I think I'm better at criticizing <laughs> games when I'm, when I'm a little more sad. So we'll see. What about you, gamer? I know you've had kind of a rough day, but uh, luckily you're here kind of uh, strengthening through it. He was willing to join us. Yeah, I'm in the last portion that he said. 
you know, all of the depression and all of the other self loathing and depression. Self loathing and depression. Oh. So yeah, about oh. that. Yeah, I'm not as cool. I'm not going to no gyms, no nothing. I'm not cool like that. He's so. been he's been listening to listening to Radiohead all day. Uh, <laughs> I'm a creep. Yeah, I'm a creep. <laughs> on repeat. What the heck am I doing here? I do want to play more games though, but you know. Things hey. life gets in the way. Get to see a stars, man. That's still on Game Pass. Mm. And they just but threw I wanna, the. I still want to switch though. They just put the newest Assassin's Creed on Game Pass too today. So there's like a whole that Valhalla. The newest one, Mirage. Or is That's it? The newest. No, Valhalla. I think it Mirage was. is the newest. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, Valhalla. But Valhalla, before? from what yeah, I understand, is like a huge 40, 50 hour game too. Apparently too huge. I remember I was like the big. Uh, Kind of controversy about it like i mean the game was fine but it was like 90 hours of assassin's creed and like i don't think anybody signed up for that but yeah, each the like i haven't played an assassin's creed game since man what, 2013 I three i played three and i played part of black flag i tell you like i did the whole get, get my ship be a pirate and i kind of just didn't do any of the story missions after that i was kind of sailed around trying to take over their ships for the rest of the time so i've fun. heard people i've heard people say mirage is the first like return to form of assassin's creed in terms mm -hmm. of like it's the first time it's felt this way since like three or something from what i understand <laughs> it's a much smaller more basic i guess streamlined kind of game you know yeah hey, i'll tell you the base mechanics of those games were always fun like the ones i played i never didn't like playing them i think it just at the time kind of got burnt out and i think over time it's probably what happened to everybody else the games kind of ballooned and had too many extra mechanics so to hear that they kind of simplified things, you know, that's good. Maybe we'll get a chance to hop back into it. I was kind of interested. I know people are like kind of 50-50 on it. This isn't an, an Assassin's Creed topic by any means. Apologies. But um, it is now. But um, it's I, I was, CEO. It's CEO. I was so interested in check. I need to check out Odyssey because that's the one I've heard from people saying it turns into like a crazy myth mythological like RPG, which is like, mm. I don't know. I started that one. I think my, my wife was wanting to watch it, so I like kicked off the first hour. I think this is, I don't know if this is the first one, but this is more, I think when the game started to balloon. And when I got to the map, it saw how big it was and oh the whole gosh. Ubisoft thousand points you could go to. And I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm good, man. So I just kind of backed out of it. I don't know. There was a period, and I'm, I'm still kind of in that period where those big games are just too daunting for me. I don't know. Trying to coincide that with life can be hard. And I know metal can certainly um understand that i would i would definitely like we've I, talked about it but i would definitely recommend 16 or baldur's gate 3 if you're gonna start one of those big games because i have a feeling if you don't like 16 that'll be an easy one for you to like give up on after 10 hours if you're not vibing with it you know what i, don't I mean think I'd give up on it for our understanding though 16 is not that big of a game like as far as final fantasies like goes 30 like, it's like 30 it's really 30 short. 30 yeah, 35 30 yeah. hours isn't bad now, when I say daunting game, like 30 hours, I mean, I guess for many, that's still a longish game, but I think that's relatively reasonable. I kind of, kind of feel like it's getting to standard now. Mm -hmm. When I think about Baldur's Gate 3, though, and I hear 150 hours, I'm like, oh, yeah. no. like the cold, cold sweat start. I start reimagining my time with like uh, Persona 5. And I just, I don't know, you have to have some commitment for those kind of games. And right now, I don't know if I'm quite there, but topic for another time. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, so kind of diving right into it, I guess we'll go right into uh, the only game 
we really have on the dock for this week. Um, it's a good I, one. It's one we haven't really had a good chance to talk about. Um, we've all played I, you it talked about Well, no, I think Phoenix talked. You talked about it, but that was only you by yourself. And I think I don't okay. think gamers played it, so I think I me and you. Oh, yeah. well, never mind. I want to play it. Well, I am curious about your. Uh, you could you could borrow my copy, gamer. Next time you come down, I mean, I don't, I don't care. But um, yeah. but um. Yeah, so I finally got to kind of play it. I tried to, I I don't know. I was feeling in the mood after knocking out uh, Super Mario RPG. After um, oh I don't know. It was kind of my other holiday game that I kind of chose to play. So I, I chose this game. Um, I I, w- I wish I would have watched your impression video prior to this, so I could have seen what uh, what topic stole kinda... my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, seeing what stuff oh. you already like nailed on, but um. Ultimately, I ended up thinking it was very fun. I very much in- enjoyed it. it. It's not exactly the most uh, like it's not like a huge, gigantic leap in evolution for Mario. To me, like it has the added, what is it, the Wonder Seeds? That's like the one big game mm-hmm. mechanic that's kind of unique and and kind of brings this game its own kind of flavor, I guess. Um, and ultimately, I felt like it was fun. It. it tr- it, it does enough, I guess, with that one game mechanic, but I guess for me, the one big thing I took away from this game is it ended up feeling, I don't know, it, I don't want to say bland, but it ended up, I don't know, it didn't feel as different as like 3D World or anything. I don't know, I just, I, I don't know, if, when I think back going back to 3D World, I felt like there were more, there was more variety in terms of the different worlds. And each world didn't just look different, but it like almost functioned differently. And I feel like they tried to do that here, but it wasn't for me. It just wasn't enough. Hmm. I don't know. But it, interesting. You, um, you, I mean, I there's parts of that I agree with. I don't know. I'm hesitant to call this bland. I think by the very nature, it's hard to call this game bland. Like when I think of a bland Mario game, the new Super Mario Bros comes to mind, right? I think that's why a lot of people kind of fell off 2D Mario for a real long time. Like, what is it, on the Wii? Is that when new Super Mario Brothers first kind of came out? It came out so. for the 3DS, but... Um, I don't even think I played that one, to I be think it, it was Wii they, first. They, they did a Wii version. Like, and then there was a 3DS version. There were two 3DS versions, I think. If, uh, I can't recall exactly. There was a Wii U version. Like, there was a lot of new Super Mario Bros as far as, like, the 2D Mario. And... I'll tell you, I think that you know, already kind of started out a little bland. It was kind of like the, I don't know, just the generic version of Mario, if that makes sense. And I think that art style and kind of gameplay kind of stretched for a really long time. So honestly, going from that to this, it's a pretty big breath of fresh air. Um, I thought the wonder mechanics were good. I thought there was good variety in the levels. Like the levels wasn't, or at least the level design was never my issue with the game. Um, Honestly, I enjoyed my time with it. I can't remember exactly what I commented on prior. I don't want to retread too much ground. I think my biggest issue with the game is there were a lot of comparisons to it, Super Mario World, which Mm -hmm. is fair. And I think maybe it's just that little bit of, I don't want to say like review bias, like, or maybe a bit of hype. Like you hear that. Like for me, Super Mario World is still my favorite Mario. Like three and World are kind of like right there next to each other. I feel like so when nostalgia I hear this, like, World is, yeah, purely nostalgia reasons. Like, I guess my thing is like, when I hear that, it gives me 
relatively excited to play this because I'm like, okay, it's the next kind of reincarnation of Mario World, and it's not. So I think that just kind of dropped me down a little bit. Like, it's good. And there's definitely like notes that do hit that Super Mario, uh, world, I'm sorry, yeah, Super Mario World feel. And you know, like the aesthetic, I think almost matches a little bit better. But when I think about Mario World, like, well, I always take away from it. Maybe it was because I was a kid and I was kind of blown away at it at the time. Like the secrets and like the mystery, like it was hard to find secret exits. Like you didn't just stumble upon them. Like the game didn't just say, Hey, there's a secret exit over here. You had to work and explore. Like I actually went back and played Mario world um, a couple of years ago to say, like, I'm going to go through and hundred percent it. I found exits. That I didn't even know existed. I played that game like at nauseam for decades at this point. So this game it if, tries to do that kind of stuff, but it holds your hand a little too much. Maybe that's what you mean by bland. Like everything still feels kind of safe. I think the game kind of went maybe to safe. Yeah, maybe safe is a better word. Everything. Yeah, they want to make everything very balanced and accessible, which is great from a gameplay perspective. Like you have characters you can play as that literally can't die except for falling down a pit. So if you're playing like one player with my daughter, that's great. But like there's a lot of little notes like that. I think put together. I don't know. It just, it did feel like it was missing that something. I don't know. That mystery or the explore, uh, exploration aspect, maybe. I also felt like it was missing the difficulty aspect. Um, my Mario World could get very hard, uh, especially when we got some of the special worlds and whatnot. Nothing in here. I mean, I didn't play the very last level yet. I know there's like a gauntlet level again where they kind of put you through the paces. None of the primary levels I thought got real tricky. They're all moderately challenging at best for those who are familiar with you know mario games like really yeah i would agree with you difficulty wise i didn't think anything and i'm like i am not skill man video gamer mcgee you know i am like i'm the worst of the worst when it comes to like skill man mcgee (laughs) i am the worst when it comes to like i don't skill oriented games but even for me i don't think this was that brutal there was you're right, though. I'm trying to remember. There was up in the clouds. There was like a hidden area where you had to approach it from like you have to approach it from three different directions. And once you beat each of those, then you unlock something in the very middle. Yeah, those special world. Those ex those uh external three things were like by far the hardest things in the game. And I think only one of them I didn't beat. And uh, <laughs> but. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, and I don't think you. they were that hard on the scale of Mario, like 2D Mario difficulty. They're mostly mid-ish too. There's a couple of ones I'd say are honestly challenging. And once again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn either, but I think if you play Mario games like relatively extensively, like you played most of them, you spend a little bit of time with them, you're not going to encounter many like high difficulty spikes here, which is fine. I think for those who are wanting that though, I don't know, it's a little lacking. Um, and I said, I think the game just holds your hand a little too much. Like you can go back to every level and it highlights what you missed, like in mm-hmm. great detail. It tells you pretty much, did is there a secret exit and did you find it? Which I didn't like that. I don't know. Like it's nice for those who I guess are trying to find an easy way to complete a game. But as I said, it takes away the mystery. I like just trying to fly up in a weird area of the map and then I find a key and I can find the keyhole later on. Once again, Mario World kind of stuff. That but may have, this game doesn't quite do that all the time. That may that may have been the only purpose for those little flowers being there because every time you run by one, if you're missing something, one of them will say, hey, are you missing something? Oh, you forgot look something. <laughs> oh, look up. Yeah. I, it's, um, I will say that's the one of the, probably the biggest thing for me that I enjoyed from this game is like 
Mario games are always kind of cutesy and adorable and stuff. And I felt like this one had a tone of personality, which that's by far probably the thing I enjoyed the most was mm-hmm. hearing all of the music. Like, it had a lot of musical sections, which were really cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, those were fun. I mean, every time you kind of activate a Wonder Seed, you get the... Uh, gosh, I forgot the sound that pops up. It says... <sighs> no, never. I'm not even going to try. But um, I don't know. That was by far the best thing I took away at least i'm surprised though you don't think the areas were bland because i feel like we've seen some of these like sections on like the board before okay so yes i mean but i guess you could say that for every mario game refreshed yeah okay so like you had the lava world which you know that's standard in every mario game pink cloud world done a little different it was like you know underground which i thought was cool the desert had like a palacy kind of thing built on it was not like completely different but it wasn't exactly the same either. It was a refresh is what it was. I'm not going to say it reimagined everything, but honestly, for me, just the change in art style helped a lot. I, I really like this almost. I like, liked the art style. Not quite yeah. painted, but I don't know. It, it really fit well. It made everything feel a little more happy. <laughs> I don't know if that's maybe the best qualifier there, but I don't know. It felt good to play. It looked good to play. Um, one thing I wish I would have spent a little more time with were the badges. Like, there's like three categories of badges uh, you can get: some that make the game easier, some that give you more like skill-based um, mm-hmm. uh, modifiers, and then some of this plain made the game hard. Like, you could. I guess this is where it's like skull, you want more like the skull modifiers in Halo or something. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's where Nintendo thought that people who want the difficulty are going to get it from. They turn on some of these badges, but I thought some of them were a little too gimmicky to want to use them at that level. Like one turns you invisible as a character. So you had to just kind of figure out where you were on the level, which yeah, that made it hard, but I wouldn't want to play many levels like that. So I don't know, but I think the idea to have those badges was fun. And I guess I will say like <clears throat> another mild disappoint- disappointment, I guess for me would be like some of the boss battles weren't, I don't actually now think about it. None oh, of the boss yes. battles were at hard at all. Like the, the Bowser Jr. They sections were, were all baby. Yeah. Baby Bowser, Bowser Jr. Like besides Bowser at the end, which at the he end, wasn't that hard either. Fighting him in castle form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all Bowser Jr. Fights and those were not great. Um, I was really hoping we'd see how the Koopalings return um, or I don't know, something else. I think you're right. The boss battles, especially when I compare it to Mario World, which you know, I mean, all of them were incredible. There was variation to all the boss battles, and you had like mini bosses like Resnor, wasn't it? And um, was it King Boo was kind of floating around? Like, you had some cool things to find and fight. This game didn't have much of that, so <laughs> that once again was a little bit lacking. Um, now that I think about it, there were a couple sections that stood out to me. I gotta try and remember. I remember one of them is Mario, I think, with a Wonder Seed, he actually turns into a what is it? Uh, what are the little mushroom fellows? Is it a Koopa? Just a Koopa, oh, right? Goomba. Goomba, yeah. there you go. There's actually a fun one where you actually turn into a Goomba and you can only jump like this high and you can only move like a mile an hour. That was pretty fun. Uh, there was one in particular, I remember, a couple in particular, but like you get constantly rained down of stars and like mm-hmm. it's all dependent on your skill to like keep your star power going all the way throughout them. Um, I don't know. There was, there was a couple like standout-ish ones like I thought were pretty fun. Yeah. I'll tell you what I think nerfs this or kind of neuters the experience a little bit if you've spent any time with it. The Mario Maker games like if I was going to really mention that earlier those, I, I, I forgot about them. 
Like, I think this game did a good job of trying to introduce some new com uh, mechanics that don't exist in those maker games. But if you're, I don't know, for the past, well, however long, a decade now since we've had those games, we've kind of become spoiled because you have millions of people now, maybe not millions, I don't know how big the player base any, uh, is anymore, but a huge community that's constantly still coming up with crazy ingenious levels. Like, I got really big into watching a lot of Mario Maker um, players for all, like, Pooh Bear and stuff like that, like... There's some cool stuff they do and some cool levels that they get into that. Well, you can... This game is visually new, but mechanically, I still think stuff in that is done better, more interestingly. You can just find, like, your perfect medium of, like, are you looking for crazy difficulty? Then you can find that. Are you looking for downright wacky? You can find that. Or are you looking for easier levels? And it's like, you get, like, your perfect balance they, of like, what you puzzle want things in there escape rooms like it's gone crazy <laughs> if, if nobody here has ever checked out the mario maker community like if you don't like playing mario watch some of these streamers some of the stuff they do there's some crazy levels out there and it really makes you kind of reimagine what a mario game can be to a those, certain extent i bet you so, those games i bet you those games 20 years from now are still gonna have communities like the Mario Makers. Yeah, as long as there's some level of support there, right? As long as, like, servers don't go down and whatnot. I mean, I think people still play Mario Maker 1, even though 2's out, because there's certain the mechanics that that has. So, I think Mario, at least from Nintendo's perspective, is always going to have a bit of an uphill battle now, trying to top those games, because now they're trying to fight the creativity of their entire player base, right? So, I think they did a good job here. It definitely took it in some cool ways. Um, there are some cool new mechanics introduced here. I either want to see them double down on stuff like this a little more next time. Definitely bring back some of the mystery that I think it was lost in this game. And was, I, um, I think there's definitely room to still grow with this art style and what. Was Elephant so Mario a new thing? Uh, was, or was that pre yeah. previously? Oh, okay. No, it's new. I thought Elephant Mario was fine. I went well, on my favorite power by any means. Man, I want the cape to come back. Man, it's just my Mario World balance, mm -hmm. um, bias coming through. But I don't know. I definitely want to see where they take this. I'm not sure if I want to see a Mario Wonder 2 necessarily. I think I'd just like to see them refresh it again and keep the whole uh, ball moving as far as trying new stuff. But this was a good solid entry. Yeah, it was a bit short. I feel like I finished it under 10 hours. That's about regular length, though, for a Mario game. I mean, if not even a little long in some cases. Like, if you're playing every level, trying to find all the exits. Like, I went back and I... Just about 100% at all the levels. There's only one or two I didn't, and it probably took me, I don't know, maybe 15 hours. So, not a huge game, but I don't think any 2D Mario game's ever been overly lengthy. The cool thing about Mario for me is that, um, I don't know, when I was younger, Mario was never a franchise I was big on. <coughs> like, when I was big in Nintendo, I was always a Pokemon guy. Pokemon was always the ones I was playing when I was younger. And for some reason, the Marios I played in small portions, but never, never got big into three or World or even Super Mario Land, which is one of my more favorite ones. I, I liked it, but it wasn't. I don't know. The cool thing is, the last like handful of years, I've really, I feel like maybe it's, I'm I'm becoming more of a child the older I get. I think I'm grow I'm I'm aging in oh, reverse. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm aging in the opposite direction. Uh, but I'm. Uh, I'll get where you're saying. I'm enjoying Mario games more than i do when i was younger like now it's like i can sit down with wonder and have a good time or i'll play rpg i loved 3d world when i played that with bowser's fury like i don't know i'm getting far more joy out of mario now than i did when i was a kid which I've, i think that says something cool about mario 
Oh, sure. No, Mario, I think, just has this universal appeal. Like, I was definitely, quote-unquote, more hardcore into Mario when I was younger. That's part yeah. of the wrong term to use. But I played, I think, partly, like, like my, when you're a kid, tattoo. you have, like, three games, right? Yeah, like, my first game on the Super Nintendo was Mario World. I woke up, my mom had it up and running, so when I woke up, I could just hop in. Um, I'm still mad because she, like, played the first level and beat it without me being awake. But, <laughs> um, but I played that game... Like until my fingers bled, just about found every secret. Well, I thought I found every secret, but I don't know. Nowadays, I like to hop back into Mario. I don't ever spend like you know months and months playing the game nonstop like some people will. But I always like when new Mario games comes out. It's a fun week or so. I get kind of almost relive my childhood in a way. It's always lighthearted to a certain extent. I don't know, maybe some nostalgia, but Mario's always gonna have like that that place in my gamer heart. So. Um, I guess something I should have thought about, but like, well, uh, just to throw it out there, when, when we get to our high, our high score Olympics, would it be fair if you were to like, I just thought about it, but like, even if the game's not announced, could you technically just say my choice for number three, my number three pick is going to be a Mario game that comes out this year? Like would that would that count? Uh, or could you say my pick is some random Zelda no, game? I think that's, that's going to come big. out. You have to know. You have to game. know what we game can. Is. We can talk more about it as we get as we get to the Olympics section, but no, I think we. Have I just to be want to throw that idea idea out while we're talking about Mario. No. Um. No, oh. Okay. The comments about wonder. No. Are you are you any more excited to play it, gamer, or any less? I like Mario games in general. I just didn't get the money to be able to buy it. Like, usually I'm always on top of it. <laughs> Phoenix knows I'm like, I should have gotten a day one. Mm-hmm. Like, when it came out. He already knows I'm huge on it. But, you know, I didn't get a chance to, so I'll get around to it when I can. Well, like I said, I know it's going to be fun. Be they're, oh, they're always fun, no matter how you, how you, how you slice it. <laughs> Every Mario game I've ever played has been really good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... You know, except for all stars for the Wii, um, but you know, other than that, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm always excited to play a Mario game. So, okay. well, like I said, next time you're down, you can borrow my copy. Phoenix already has my RPG, so <laughs> yeah, I'll beat it one day, maybe. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, let's switch on overs. So uh, a something we were doing before that I feel like we were wanting to kind of have like a rebranding of in some ways was our uh, highlights from the horde kind of subject. And kind of previously what we were doing was we were each kind of choosing an item. And I guess just kind of given like an emotional ties or talking about what it means to us. (coughs) And me and Phoenix kind of came up with the idea. What might be kind of more interesting is for us whenever we do this to do it monthly and then, for us to, one of the three of us to, ch- I don't know, I guess it kind of gives us a way to not run through our entire most interesting items, you know, quickly. Yeah, I think what, I think the thought was we were all picking an item every week and we weren't getting a whole lot of time to really elaborate on it necessarily. And yeah, we were kind of just like very passively or, you know, um, surface level running through some of the stuff in our collection. So you don't get to learn a lot about it, why we like it. So this gives us the chance to let each one of us just 
pick an item, maybe even give them more information about the item in case it is something cool from the collection you might not be aware of. Maybe dig into how we got it, why we wanted to get it in the first place. Does it mean anything to us? Stuff like that. So that is true, though. Like it slows things down a little bit. You're right, though. That like if we do focus on one item, I don't know. Like you said, it lets us focus in on how we got it. I think that might be interesting. I don't even remember if that was something I was talking about before. Yeah, and sometimes I would, sometimes I wouldn't, but it gives you the space to do so. And it doesn't even have to be one item. I think the other thing I wanted to do is use this as a way to also look at broader kind of subsections of our um, our collection. Like we want to talk about special edition systems, like a collection of games. Like I want to talk about the whole Metal Gear series because I just love Metal Gear so much. It gives you just more room to really, I think, talk about what you love in the collection because we're all major collectors. I mean, you see all the crap behind us. Uh, we have we have problems. That's all green screen. Um, all green screen. We want to share our problems with you. Oh yeah, just click it behind. I'm sitting in a. Well, I'm sitting in the basement, aren't I? <laughs> so, but either way, I'm excited <laughs> to see how this uh, section kind of evolves and changes, and I'm very curious to see what item you chose and what you have to say about it. Okay. All right. So I'm actually going to talk a little bit about one item that I've shown before. But again, with the whole suggestion by Phoenix, I thought it might be kind of more fun just to kind of reiterate and I guess delve deeper into the item. So the item I chose is, I've shown this before, but again, I'm showing my PS1 slip. Now, this thing is super interesting. Good condition too. It's oh, my PS1 nice. slip? Yellowed or nothing. Ooh, it's prettier Ooh. than mine. I yeah. think it's brands making new, man. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess to start off with where I got this thing from was, uh, I, I think I was doing a lone wolf garage sailing day, which that was a handful of years ago. But, um, I went to this older gentleman. I feel like he was probably middle-aged, probably like 50, mid fifties. And, um, he had like cleared out absolutely everything in his garage sale outside and, <coughs> And everything was pretty much gone. It was later in the day. It was probably like, which that's kind of interesting. Like, like if you go out garage sale, which Phoenix knows, most of the time, you won't find anything past what, say, 10, 11, past that? Yeah, by 10, it gets pretty tough. I mean, I, it, it happens, but it's rare. Yeah, I feel like I got this later in the day. So it's probably around then 10 or 11, so later. And the guy's garage sale was completely everything was picked off and then he told me he had a few more items in his garage um i guess i should have been more wary who knows who knows what he what he was i forgot some items for you sorry i got some more stuff in my garage um but i went in and he had just like a small little round table with like two items on it one item i don't remember what it was but the other item was a black bag that said ps1 on it and i was like What's that thing? <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's my, I don't remember, some grandkid, grandchildren or children's uh, video game thing. I don't thing. remember my kid's name. I don't know, Michael and Brandon. Just <laughs> and I think he said his like son went into like the Air Force or something. And I was just like, oh, okay. How much did you want for that? And he told me like 20 bucks. And it was cool. It was a PS. Yeah, his son's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. P yeah. And again, it was a PS1 Slim, kind of had the game bag, came with the DualShock controller, whole bunch of uh, cords and everything. It had all of the um, instruction manuals and everything on the inside. Uh, so yeah, I was super stoked that day. I got that later in the day, not expecting to find anything um, for... Yeah, the pop-up monitor is really awesome because that's a lot harder to come by. Like I know when I first found the PS1, it was just the console. It took me a while to find one that had the monitor on it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, ba -ba -da -ba. So real quick, in the future, I feel like for the next ones, I'll be a little bit more, uh, you know, I'm going to start taking pictures and videos and stuff. But um, I'm going to use someone's B-roll to kind of show off a little bit. Um, this is Classic Game Room. They're a big channel, so sorry. I'm not going to play it. I just play images. I don't want to act like i'm taking their content but yeah this is kind of them kind of going through more of the specifics um i guess while i'll show this i will also well that's them showing the size of it compared to the previous size. one was um, this, i'm curious i can't recall if there's any other time they did this is this like the first mini console mm. well i guess not the nes did a, a refresh too they had the top loader nes yeah that's uh, one i'm trying to I'm trying to think what other systems did. I, well, I guess like the okay, I'm, I think now I'm thinking the, now I'm thinking about it. The Genesis did Sega that. Sega did it. Yeah. Yeah, Genesis had what three models? Okay, so this is not not a new thing. So never mind. Forget me. I don't know nothing. But you are right that like this is something that would like this is something that would like become a staple with PlayStation. I, I think hasn't PlayStation had a mm -hmm. slim of every single version of their console since this one? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Just got the five slimmed down too now. Mm-hmm. Although I would say that one's probably the most unnecessary one. Have you? It's still a huge console compared to the the big boy. Yeah, I just got to see it in person finally. A little off topic, and it does look smaller. And I like the idea that it's modular now for the optical drive. But yeah, I, like people just now in the past like what year have been able to even get a PS Five? So now have the mini out or the slim seems a little odd. I'm curious where you move forward. How do you feel about the name of this PS one? Cause I'll tell you when I first heard that it was so confusing and it's almost harder now. Like if I want to talk about this console, the PS one, and I say PS one, people don't know I'm talking about this. I mean, it's technically the same console, but they picture the original like PlayStation one. Um, like, do you find that odd or confusing or is it just me and my, my crazy mind? Um, I, I don't really, I mean, I guess it is kind of hard to differentiate it other than by looks, but I feel like it's Especially fine. at the time. <laughs> like, I think I mean, now, I mean, maybe you could say like the other one's the PlayStation Classic and this is the PlayStation 1, but think about, you know, like, was it late 90s when this thing was a thing? Like, and you have the PS1, the PlayStation, and the PS1, the Mini. Like, I don't know. That's odd branding. Like, um, I'm trying to think of something else comparable to that. Like, Xbox One was another terrible name similar in concept there but i don't know i just didn't like that naming i'm not sure what else they could have done that was better if they could have said ps mini at that point but no it's a pet peeve of mine i'm no. sorry so just a quick little facts that i can't i was able to find i'll be honest there actually i wasn't able to find much on this thing for some reason maybe it's just because it was such a it's not a niche product because it actually sold really well but for some reason this thing was kind of hard to find like 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 uh like like definitive numbers on like i couldn't find that anywhere mm -hmm. but um just a couple basic things it was really it actually released in the u.s in 2000 so technically it was about a late release yeah it was about five years after the original ps1 the thick one had launched uh yeah it initially launched again with just a more compact design and it was completely compatible from what i read in terms of all ps1 games so it didn't leave out any of the titles. Of course, it had a five-inch LCD screen, and uh, the accessory was released two hour or two two years after the console, and was included in some sort of combo pack. Um, it was eventually sold in stores, and then was discontinued in two thousand four. So really, not that long of a release window. That's only what four years. 
that you could get a hold of one of these things, yeah. which, which is kind of funny. Um, what? When did you say it came out again? 2000. It came out at the same well, what, time as what month? Oh, I don't. I didn't put that. I don't think I have that. Because I I wanted to put some context. I'm pretty sure the PS2. I was pulling it up. Uh, PS2 launched PS2 at about the same time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, I, I, I think it was October. It says here. Let's see if I can find PS1 release. Yeah, I have. Uh, uh, where did I? Have? This is 2000. I have. I have. I've. I have down. It said it was very successful for Sony, outselling the PS2 when they both first launched. So at first, it outsold the PS2, and then of course, it PS2. says July. <laughs> So like three, four months before the PS2, which is an interesting window there. You got to think at that point, like who were they targeting? I know it sold relatively well, but most people who were PlayStation fans were probably saving up, hyped up for the PS2. I mean, I know I was. I wasn't thinking about buying this thing. Um, that is interesting. Know, it's just interesting. To... Well, because the PS2 was backwards compatible as well. So it's like you're getting ready to... You're, you're just putting out a PS1 console three months before this next console that can play all of the games on the previous one. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying about it kind of being I mean, unnecessary a little bit. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's not like an uncommon practice now. Like after a new console comes out, you see them usually try to push out old stock by like dropping the price or sometimes releasing a new model, but rarely because they want you to... And it's good for people who maybe skipped out in a generation. I know there's a lot of gamers who kind of always stay one generation behind, right? Because they want to play kind of those last releases nice and cheap, so they'll go that route. But um, did they say what the price point was of this console? That I didn't find. I should have... I, that I should have pulled up. And Chris, um, if it was like a big price tip, we don't have to hit on it too much. I know this is a relatively short section, but... I don't know. It is an interesting kind of, you know, know, scenario with how they released it so close to the PS2. And I am, I would be curious to see like what the sales numbers were overall, because these are hard to come by. Like at least around here, I don't see these things too, too often. I find regular PlayStations all over the place. I could build a freaking room out of them. Um, But the PS1s, I've only seen two or three in my time looking. Um, trying to find a price. I don't know. That's probably, all right. Uh, no, I remember that correct. little thing was like a hundred bucks, because uh, yeah, I think I, more than I, I think at the time they were competing with uh, GameCube. I, uh, I could no, be wrong. GameCube it was uh, it wasn't was out yet. N sixty four and Saturn. No, PS two came out. Okay. It was I, I have it. It was competing. Well, you know, against... you had Dreamcast. Oh well, probably Dreamcast. Dreamcast yeah. was out around this time. Probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dream, Dream Dreamcast had its own had its own issues happening in two thousand. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Anyway, that's a different topic for a different yeah. day. Let's so, not get into that. All just the last couple things I had, it's just um, at the time, a big deal with this when it launched was it also had another bundle where it came with a DualShock. Came with a white DualShock, which was a big deal. You know, you got like one of the fancy new controllers, newer controllers at yeah. the time. Um, and one of the big uh, selling points of this was, I mean, I guess it's, now you probably would call it a selling point because it's missing features but uh it was essentially they took away the io port which essentially meant that this wasn't capable of playstation link which i guess you could call that a downfall versus the 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 fat boy um and then as well as by taking all that out it also was incapable of doing game shark as opposed to the bigger console so i i guess you could say they're more trying to sell you on the, I guess the, 
maneuverability of it and kind of how small it is. The convenience and... of it. I imagine it was probably a lower price point. <laughs> it was trying to catch those who didn't have a PlayStation yet and probably weren't going to get a PS2. And most people who didn't have either of them probably didn't care about those extra ports. They probably weren't going to get a Game Shark right now. They certainly weren't going to mod it and do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So, no. yeah. That's a cool console. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my uh, my little thing. Um, I, ne- I feel like next one we from future episodes we'll we'll do a lot more with it i was kind of late to kind of doing some stuff with this one but gamer for next month he's going to be tech taking on the next one and uh, that one's going to be very exciting because that's what a couple weeks away from uh, final fantasy 7 coming out so <clears throat> i think you're going to have some, possible uh, something uh, inspiration yeah. yeah watch he's going to talk about zelda <laughs> 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 choose something do weird it. do it all right very cool yeah let us know if you like <clears> this uh <throat> kind of refresh for those who have watched the old highlights uh versus this one do you like this better do you miss the kind of you know quick short form way we used to do it but let us know we always like to make it better make it more interesting but i enjoyed talking about this i think it made it more of a mini topic all in itself so i think this is a not to throw, i think this is a bit more engaging it's just like hey i don't know i think it's more fun because you're diving deeper before it was just i enjoyed just, it more and really that's all that matters that's all that matters yeah <laughs> um okay so excitingly we're going to be moving on to speed run topics now so we've got six whoppers for you um i, I think all relatively old right yeah, yeah at this really point a whole lot of new news yet since the start of the year i mean a couple of little things um there was actually i know we didn't add it but just throw it out there there was a round of layoffs at unity so i don't know if you guys saw i that. saw it's that right. I, I forgot to yeah. add it yeah no it's okay we can hit on the old topics uh i'm sure it won't be the last set of layoffs we talk about this coming year so but a lot of these topics things we didn't get to talk about much it kind of happened over the holidays and although i'm sure every other news outlet has covered it there's definitely i think some some meat here that we'd want to go ahead and elaborate on so Tell us when you're ready to kick things off, Jazz. Meet. Um. All right. So you guys all set? You all ready to go? We got you. Oh. So yeah, I guess I should say we also decided that we're gonna try and be more snappy with these, right? So we want to try and. I mean, our high score is five, and there's six here. So if we move correctly, we should be able to beat our high score. You know, I think the whole goal of this section initially was to make it a little gamified, right? So we want to try to get through as many topics as possible. So every week we're trying to push it. And then I rant and nobody stops me. So we never get past like four topics. So uh, hold me to it this time. When you feel like I've elaborated and I've talked too much crap, you you tell me to shut up. I won't listen, but you can tell me. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, so here we go. And a three, and a two, and a wanna sing a, I wanna sing a, da 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 Okay, so uh, topic number one, we're going to be diving into the big Insomniac leaks, if you guys didn't see those. So uh, basically over at Insomniac, I've got a bunch of info and some of this is kind of, I'm not even, you know what, some of the stuff that even that's super descriptive as to what's happening, I feel like is unfair to kind of say for Insomniac, because I don't want to skip it. But um, essentially, uh, about a, a terabyte's worth of information was stolen from Insomniac. And I believe it was um, some sort of, 
game, game hacking, like thieving organization or group. I guess they call themselves an organization. But yeah, they basically went in and they stole a terabyte's worth of info, asked for a ransom, as you might expect. Sony or Insomniac was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. <clears throat> it was Sony who wouldn't do it. That wasn't an insomniac decision. Was it really? Oh, okay. To my understanding. To my understanding, maybe I misread something. Which is probably um, a good idea. I don't think you ever want to like deal I don't with know. these. See, this is actually I know you probably more you want to hit on, but for me, no, this is ahead. the most interesting point. Um, like this is relatively common. Like people get data and ransom the company for it. Most companies pay it. Historically, if you go back, like if the company tries to reach out to like, the FBI and ask them, hey, what we should do? People have ransomed our whatever, whatever. FBI's like pay them unless it's some exorbitant amount pay them because there's a good chance that they can't do anything about it. And the cost of what it's going to be is higher than what you could pay them. And I don't think they were asking a exorbitant amount. I mean, two million, it was, it right here. Like a million, two, two million. million, two million paid in Bitcoin, which, okay. Which, okay. I don't think you should ever hold anybody for ransom. I'm not saying this is good practice and you know, you don't want to, you know, play into what they want because they're just going to do it again. So I get that. But paying $2 million for Sony, not a huge deal compared to now what's happened. So I, I know there's a lot of ethics there. And as I know you're giving them power and they could then still go off and I guess, you know, release the stuff after the fact. But most of these companies historically, they kind of hold true to their word. Like they will get take their ransom money and then just give you back the files and be done with it. They got their payday. They move right along. So I don't know. I think that's interesting. We don't have to debate it right now, but should Sony have paid? I don't know. Protect their employees. Mm -hmm. Um, you can keep going. So as you might expect, as Phoenix was saying, that didn't get paid. So they released basically as much data as they could. Um, and again, I won't say the specifics, but basically what got released was a timeline for three X-Men oriented Wolverine games. And not just those games. There's a lot more, but those were the big, ones that we kind of see and we're given like dates we're given gameplay we're given early builds that were released um and we also learned that the budget for those three games is approximately 120 million dollars a pop so we're we're kind of yeah they're they're showing off a lot here uh basic also was showing off was concept art footage uh, or like I said early builds of the of the titles with leaked data we learn about uh, some new Things coming from Insomniac, uh, including Spider-Man. We know learn more about Ratchet and Clank stuff. Um, uh, we learned uh, there were emails that came out between Sony executives about them worrying about the Activision Blizzard deal and them talking about how badly it hurts PlayStation. Um, and then possibly the most important and scariest stuff that got released was um, a bunch, essentially a bunch of employee information from a bunch of people that worked in Insomniac got dumped, as in like passports, HR documents, emails, etc. A whole bunch of stuff that That's like awful. is super uncool. Like you would think if you're going to release all this stuff, that would be the one of the things you would at least hold on to, but apparently they're not cool. No. Uh, most of them aren't. I mean... <clears throat> They're, they're not cool by definition, the way they're kind of going about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I think honestly, what's most interesting without this, well, I don't know if we really want to dig into all the specifics, but no, that's why been, I don't think know, it's fair to like amount. go into some of that stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, the games come out when they come out to me. No, I, like, I don't care knowing about it when they come out, I'll worry, you know, 
Well, I guess my point is it, we see leaks happen all the time where like me and they had the Rockstar leak was like, wow, we're seeing this sneak peek at GTA 6 and terrible demo mode. Like you see a lot of gameplay stuff kind of uh, leak out. Rarely do you see like the entire plan of the company for the next like decade and a half kind mm -hmm. of be laid out like until this. like so, 2033. I mean, <laughs> it still sucks. And of course, you want to take it all with a grain of salt. But it's interesting for those who are interested in kind of the you know, planning process behind how these companies kind of go about plotting out their games. You can kind of maybe see what their, um, you know, agendas are for what kind of games they're trying to push. You definitely see Sony's hand on this with how they're really coming down on the, um, you know, the Spider-Man slash X-Men side of things. You're kind of honing in on that as a major push over the next five, six years. I think that's interesting. So I'd say we don't need to dig into all of it. I think the leak is awful. The fact that it happened at all. I mean, I don't think that really helps anybody. I mean, yes, you can think free marketing to a certain extent. I'm sure a lot of people are in Insomniac's corner here, but the fact that any devs had any of their personal information just released like this just sours this whole thing and really, I don't know. It sucks. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, like, again, it, it, there's so much that came out of it. There's, like, specific dates for... Or, not specific, but, you know, projected launch dates for some of the these games. And it's just like, <coughs> I don't know. When it comes to me, I'm just, I choose not to look at it. Like, when the games comes out, I'll I'll worry about it. Um, again, you were talking about how a lot of people. undue pressure yeah. on the developer, though, now. Like, yeah, I, like, we don't care so much. I'm, I would imagine we understand that, you know, dates are going to change. And these dates are certainly going to change. But you now have a subset of gamers out there that's already a relatively entitled uh, community or group of people that when September 1st, 2025, yes, I said the date that's in here for one of these games, when that comes around, if the game doesn't come out, they're going to be super mad because mm -hmm. this is what it says in the document, which is not fair at all. But I said, just undue pressure on the developers. I'm hoping this washes over and people do give insomniac a lot of room to breathe here mm -hmm. and hopefully support them as developers considering what they're going through but it's a crappy situation then you get people that are like i'll i'll move on but yeah you got people that are like oh they've, they've played the early builds this game's crappy haha <laughs> look at this and it's like dude you're playing exactly and yeah. like what is beyond alpha like what is like <laughs> beta like i like what is you're playing like the earliest form yeah, of like this game release and your yeah. alphas and your, yeah yeah well, even compared to like their leaked gameplay for GTA 6 we saw a year and a half ago to that trailer we saw for GTA 6, you know, a couple of months ago, like night and day, right? You can't judge pre-release gameplay footage based upon the actual in-game product, so. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to topic numero dos. Um, kind of something that I think we were all kind of expecting to happen, but it, the, you know, the hammer kind of fell on this one. Uh, I had this one dubbed Kang the Conquered. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but basically, um, Disney. Did you actually come up with that? Or did you no, steal that from I came up with that. No. You should hire me. Oh, very punny. I like it. Clever. Wow. Very clever. You are a follower just for that. Yeah. No. Where's my little clap here? So basically, um, it looks as if Disney has officially, Disney and Marvel <laughs> have officially dumped Jonathan Majors from the King the Conqueror role. Not a heck of a whole lot to it. Um, the, the Obviously, the biggest question is. The ramifications of what does this mean for Marvel? Uh, are they going to totally dump the King the Conqueror storyline? Or are they just going to hire a new actor? I think they've already begun looking for an actor to fill in his shoes. So it's... 
definitely odd Metal, have you watched any of the recent marvel stuff that has to do with kang like i'm just like curious if you're in that ecosphere <coughs> loop at all uh quantum Indian was pretty terrible yeah, and I think, and <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was in that one. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was, was kind uh, of that was like nail in the coffin for for that one, right? What was his first reveal as Kang? Um, wasn't it Loki? The I first know, season of Loki. Well, Loki had. Well, he wasn't in the whole season. Like at the oh no, you're right. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was there, and they had like a snippet later on. I guess Quantum Media might have been the second time. He I think so. Up. Yeah, and then Loki again, the third one. Um. So I've watched Loki. I know you haven't yet. And I liked Majors. Like, I thought, honestly, his performances in both seasons were some of the highlights there. I'm a little sad about this, to be honest. Like, I wasn't buying into their entire game plan, but I was starting to get a little interested in what they do with King the Conqueror. I don't think he's he's nowhere near a Thanos-level character. Like, he doesn't have quite that motivation they haven't set him up nearly as well so i mean it wasn't i think ever going to be quite as good as that but there was something there and i feel like now what does marvel do like replacing this guy is actually really hard um maybe if they hadn't had certain points in other movies like quantumadium at the end you know shows all, all the different those ones. millions of versions like it wasn't one thing if like they all had different faces or something like they play that kind of game with like the what if um show and whatnot but they all showed it as Jonathan Majors as every single one of them. To now replace that character feels even harder because that face is just stuck on that character. So I don't know. It's not going to be quite as easy as replacing um was it Terrence Howard as Rhodey with um Don Cheadle. <laughs> so I oh, forgot about. I that. don't know. Jeez. Yeah, but that was so early, like nobody cared <laughs> so much. Now changing a character like this is hard, especially your main villain. Like, this is a real loss for Marvel because they were already having a hard time building momentum. And Loki, I think, did a good job pushing something in a certain direction. And now it's just... Um, I, I've heard rumblings that there have been talks about not either replacing him or shifting gears completely and going with a new villain, like mm -hmm. switching towards Galactus. Because, again, you got you got Fantastic Four. As I've, heard, up before too long. I've heard rumors of them trying to speed light the Doom speed lighting into like fantastic four Earth doom yeah i don't know how i'd feel about that <laughs> though like i don't know i mean a lot of people are tired of marvel i think of the marvel fatigue in particular and the build-up it has but honestly it's one of the things i still enjoy about marvel that they have this build-up of taking this enemy and really making him this you know major antagonist towards the end of it so to have him just be dropped out of nowhere and then get someone new I don't know. I think it's going to hurt Marvel. It's going to be harder for them to get any traction there. Yeah. I agree. I I don't think I could add any more. It's definitely like, it's just kind of like a sputtering end to like, I, I feel like this is probably the biggest like sputtering end to like maybe the Marvel or the, the superhero genre in general. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, you know, DC is totally whiffed, you know, with, um, Aquaman and then this and yeah. I don't know. They have Echo, which is about to come out in a few days, and I don't think anyone's like talking about that one. And I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm a little sad too because I mean, I I fell off the Marvel train pretty hard the past year, year and a half or so. But over the past like three weeks since I've been off, I've been going back and watching a bunch of Marvel stuff. Like, man, I did Loki recently. I watched uh, the whole new What If season two. I actually enjoyed a fair amount of that. You watched um, the Samuel Jackson or whatever it was. I did watch Secret Invasion, and that 
I could definitely say some things about that. Uh, it wasn't all terrible, but it definitely had some stuff that was not great in there too. But point being, I was starting to kind of get back into the Marvel stuff a bit. So I don't know. It's it's sad. I'll stop talking so we can move no, on. It's, but right. <clears throat> it's definitely a whiff. All right. So moving over to topic number three, um, it is official. The ESA has officially um, kind of, uh, you know, put E3 to, uh, to, to bed. E3 is no longer happening. Uh, I said, as reported by the Washington Post, the E the ESA has officially deemed E3 dead. Um, I guess they're kind of, they kind of blamed the COVID pandemic, which I, I guess is... I did kick this off. I mean, it was treading down, yeah. but shutting it down just killed every bit of momentum. So mm-hmm. and we've talked about this a lot. I mean, I do kind of want to just, you know, acknowledge that it's officially a thing. I'm sad about it like jeff keely's keely three whatever you want to call it is keely nowhere three. near as interesting as this and I'm not saying that this was perfect this definitely was going a direction i don't think was necessarily serving it well either but i got more excited about e3 than i ever did about vgas or summer game fest it just felt more like an experience even when it wasn't good it was this moment everybody's kind of came together it was a big conference so everybody got to go like from the industry and share stuff have kind of like conversations for developers behind the doors and kick off new game projects like it was just a cool exciting time and that's i'm sure something else try to come up and take its place hopefully it's not all keely from now on but i don't know something has been lost here and i'm a little sad so i will mourn e3 it's just kind of like the end of a bunch of like memories. Like there's so many like great moments that came out of E3. We did that. We did a whole topic, didn't we? Of like our favorite E3 moments. I think we did a Top whole. E3s, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Nope. Keely hasn't done anything like that, in my opinion. That has been nearly as interesting. It's either been ter- too curated, or I don't know, too fakey. Him and Kojima. Anything Kojima is like the biggest stuff coming out of those. <coughs> Yeah. All right, real quick, uh, another one. I'm not gonna. I have too much notes on this one, but Bobby Kotick finally out of Activision Blizzard as of uh, December 29th. It is the end of a horrific era. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people at Activision Blizzard that don't have to look over their shoulders and watch about hide in corners. <laughs> Maybe I'm making it too dramatic, but no, there was terrible things happening there. That, that's not dramatic. Yeah, no, I mean. There's plenty we don't know, but there's enough we do to know that he was not doing well by his people. Um, I'll tell you, for the past six months, though, I think since he was wanting this deal to go through, he got real quiet. Um, he didn't say a whole lot, just kind of laid low. I mean, there were, I think, one or two remarks he had, but I think he was trying to avoid any last-minute scandals because he was getting the biggest golden parachute <laughs> he could out of this. I am sure he wanted that deal to get through so he could end this. I don't know what his his takeaway from that Activision Blizzard deal I have was, it here. I'm sure it was immense. I have it here. So in terms of shares from the merger, he's gaining about $350 million from just from just his shares alone. And then on top of that, Microsoft, in order to get him to leave early, they had to pay him an additional $15 million just to end his... He had to just to resign. They had to pay him... They had to, yeah. So what's that? Three hundred sixty-five million, basically, to walk away. Yeah. So I guess the question is, what's next for Mister Kotick? Is he gonna finally just ride off into the sunset and never be seen again on people, his boat made of gold? Pe- or people, people like that that have that much money 
it's really not about the money because their money can get them whatever they want. It's a power, it's aspect, a power to it, yeah. aspect to it. And it's like <clears throat> they want the CEO role. They want to dictate how things are happening somewhere. How old is Kodak? Do we know? Because uh, he's think, been in this role or similar roles for getting close to 30 years, isn't that I think right? he was like six. I think that he's in his 20s. 60s. I think he's in his 60s. Man, I mean, I know I will probably never see anywhere near that much money, but I would imagine when you get to a point, especially at that age, there's got to be more you want to do in life. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe this is all he wants to do, but man, I'd be traveling. I'm sure he's already traveled far more than that, but I don't know. Just I wouldn't want to go back to that grind, especially when you've had such a negative public facing persona, like let it go, say whatever grace you still can and just live your life doing whatever you want with your truckload of money. But who am I to say I, I, uh, I'm poor. So <laughs> what was his name in the words of what was his name? Was it humongous? What was the, the guy from, uh, the road warrior guy with the, the mask on big jacked. Oh, all you have oh, to do yeah. is just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> I love that movie. I guess that'll be the interesting thing. We'll see if he pops up somewhere. Yeah. So quick, couple quick things. Just Matt Booty over at um, Xbox. He's going to be taking the leading, Booty. the leading position for Kodak. I'm assuming until they fill it in, or maybe he, that's just his new role. I don't know. They didn't specifically say that for Mr. Bootay. Um. So another, we have two more topics. I'm not going to. We're already done. But uh, we did have The Last of Us Online getting canceled. That wasn't an, uh, inherently a surprise. I mean, I think everyone had kind of thought that project was kind of wafering around. It was in trouble anyways. And just yeah, real quick. any really pull back from live service. Was there any excitement between you guys for that project? No, I mean, I know there were fans <laughs> of, was it, was it the first Last of Us? or I think the first one had like mode? a fire, something, something like that, yeah something and people enjoyed that which i mean for those who are looking forward to that i mean i guess it's a shame i only played the last of us for the story stuff so to me this is a kind of whatever not that it couldn't have been something cool but i'm not going to miss what i didn't really have a big interest in yeah and then <laughs> the last one we had was um this one is a huge topic but the day before did you guys hear anything about this scam that was happening oh, yeah. with this game I, we saw that crash and burn i think at this point anybody's interested probably seen this is like a this is one of our older topics it. that we have on here yeah this was like early december uh, yeah for those who don't know anything about it go watch skill ups um kind of overview of it he paints a pretty interesting light on it so if you are curious you can check him out but it's it's a story it's 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 quite the it's thing a, that happens. it's a story of of, of scamming and Lots of used assets, from what I understand. Mm. <laughs> Which that's actually one of the, the the most interesting aspect of it is the whole. There's a whole argument going on right now with games about used assets, which apparently is a big thing in like major game development. <laughs> there's, you know, it's actually for sale. You can buy like assets to use in projects and stuff. But apparently, there's no, a there's whole wrong dialogue happening of like, how much should you use? Apparently, these guys use like everything was a used asset <laughs> i'll give you my opinion I, I don't think it matters and here's the thing like assets like that it's all about how you use them like if you're using them in a generic bland way it's not the assets fault it's your ability to design and use the assets like i've seen games that are completely just store-bought assets but they're great 
Um, they mm-hmm. use the assets well. They maybe tweak them up a little bit. They they don't come across as obvious, just copy and paste assets. So that's a game design issue. That's not a where you get the assets from issue, in my opinion. Now, is it great to be able to make brand new, unique stuff all the time? Sure, but that limits developers too, especially small teams. If they have to spend months and months and months of making new models and putting animations on there when they still have all these other things they want to do, like for me, so like if I'm doing a game development project, I know a little bit of modeling, like Metal, I'm sure if he can stay awake, could attest to my, <laughs> my right. poor modeling. He's seen some of my first early models. He's uh, so ecstatic about not, this topic. Not anything great. He's like, oh, modeling. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it is somewhat important because a lot of people have no idea about game dev, even at the slightest level. Just look at certain things as a dirty word or dirty concept. Yeah. Uh, if when done right, you use assets to free you up to do the things you care about in the game. Like I could spend more time scripting something and making it really engaging and have the interactions between my, my um, entities do something cool that I couldn't have done before. If I was spending hours and hours modeling out a house that I don't give a crap about. So it can be used to great extent to benefit a game. In this case, they just copy and pasted it. So I mean, this was a scam is what it was. So it was their way of just shortcutting everything. But it's not the assets. It's how they're used. It's not only the assets they were stealing, though. They apparently stole word for word marketing. uh, Like word for word. Like from trailers, division, like shot. Like was it Call of Duty division? Division. It was a rock star thing they copied. It was shameless, shameless. I mean, we're, we're late on time we need to stop it's just Go funny watch video it is a watch but we'll the word on. for word marketing thing is so funny it's beyond funny <laughs> all right so we're done with uh highlights in the horde done with speed run so our last topic for this podcast we're doing very good on time let's try and keep it to that um so we're going to be moving on to our main topic cue the smash brothers melee fisticuffs music so we're going to be moving on to our uh, high score Olympics for 2024. Now, before we dig into that, Metal Gamer, the spotlight's on you. You have to decide. He won our last year's high score Olympics, um, and I unfortunately lost. So again, our kind of reward to the winner was to decide what game the loser would get to play. And here, I guess we should hash out specifics for that. So Gamer, take it away. <clears throat> Okay, so <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, it wasn't something that, you know, that you can, I don't know if I could say you can complete, but, and uh, I wanted to kind of bring up some of the games that I figured. Oh, I didn't wanna, okay. I, okay. I didn't want to give you, I didn't want to give you uh, uh, Elden Ring. No, I decided against it. But I did is tell. Reason be nice to him. But no, I did. There's a reason no. for this. Make him Hold suffer. <laughs> no, I told. I, but I told gamer, feel free to choose one of those games. The only thing is, is I don't know if I will be able to finish it. So I said, choose a time frame. Give me say say I have to play it for 20, 30 hours, forty hours. But how we know? Well, I don't know. I was like, gonna say how how do we know you're playing? You could just leave on the PlayStation for thirty hours. I stream every game I'm playing. Yeah. Well. If that's the case, I'm not doing Elden Ring, but it's fine. I'm happy. I do have one. I do have one for. He's you. gonna choose Sekiro. It's just like that game. Oh, you already knew. Oh, you are. Oh. I want you to play Sekiro. No. I've played it. You're it's making a, him play a it, good game. It's a it's a good uh, game. 
No. Kitty Island Adventure. Come on. Oh man, we'll we'll do like Barbie's Pony Princess so you, rides. You heard you heard that here. Gamer says Elden Ring. I is want not, you. I want not you to a good play game. Okay. Um, it is good. It is extremely difficult. <sighs> I haven't beaten it yet. It is hard. So as that's me. another thing. Do I have to beat it, or can you? Can I play it for X amount of time? I'm I I'm gonna say that I think this game is beatable. It is beatable. Oh my goodness! And the reason why is because the story is so freaking good that you would want to beat it. I don't know about I don't know about too much about Elder Ring, so that's why I'm just like ah. I hope it's I hope it's so hard. It's the only <laughs> game you get to play this year. I it hope is you're streaming until <laughs> next I, Christmas. I I want to watch your I want to watch your stream. I I will promise to do my best to beat it, but it, there will come a time if. If I'm like 50 hours into this game, I have to play something mm -hmm. else. Can't stop. Nope. You can always take a break and then juggle back both. to it. You have all year to oh, finish. Oh, that's the kind of game you cannot take a break on. I am not going to want to. We need a punishment. That's like a so skill if he, based. Oh, let's do this. If he can't beat it this year, then going into the next Olympics, he has to take a zero for one of the games. Ooh. No, that's a harsh punishment. What if I? What if you yeah, just guarantee? Well, like what if you? What if you just guarantee I don't get the first oh. pick? Just guarantee I get two or three. I can't have the first pick. Well, a, a zero. A, Z, we'll, a zero. We'll deliberate a punishment. <coughs> we'll deliberate a punishment. A zero. Yeah, we'll think about it. But a zero guarantees a loss. At least if you prevent me from having the, even give me the third pick to do that. Say I have the third pick of the first round if I don't finish Sekiro. So at okay. least like I have yeah, a chance. I can get behind that. I don't have a chance. Like I have a chance to win, but I'm like taking a substantial knock for that year. So you agree? So are you agreeing with this game? Gosh, I'll agree. Okay. I'm, would you I'm like mildly... to puzzle game. Would you like to? Would you like to know what the other game was going to be? I had two of them. Uh, no. Yeah, go ahead. I don't even know what what else it would have been. I was thinking along the lines of Lords of the Fallen. Oh, why'd you only choose those games? I was going to say Liza P, because I know that's another one that came out recently. I, that was another choice I, I looked into. I was like, I, I heard this one was kind of difficult. But You should have chosen, like, aren't the old Ninja Gaiden games, like, really hard? I would have made you play Ghouls and oh. Ghosts for all I care. Oh, Ghouls you and know, Ghosts. I would have made you play Ghouls and Ghosts, not the, not the freaking Super Nintendo like, version. Uh, like, that like, one's what is really it? hard. Like, the OG Xbox Ninja Gaiden games are called some of the hardest games ever. Oh, yeah, Ninja Gaiden oh, yeah. Black, Ninja Gaiden 2, those were, were rough. I honestly, honestly almost think they're harder than some of like, the <laughs> I agree. Dark Souls kind of stuff. Because they're not just patterns, like, they get cheap. But, yeah. Thank, thank goodness you, you already chose, so. That's fine. Yeah. You're gonna have a lot of fun with this. Sekiro, at least, like the theming to me is more enticing than it, Elden Ring. It's it's good and it's really good. It's 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 based in like Edo Japan type stuff. So, right, so I think yeah. you you would enjoy it. I I think the the story is good. It's <laughs> very dark. Oh, it's so good. So I'll try and start but Sekiro sometime this week. Maybe on the weekend. Maybe Friday or Saturday night. I'll hopefully hopefully I'll, uh, I'll give it a go. Enjoy. No. All right, so we got that hash <laughs> we got that hashed out. My punishment for losing if I don't beat Sekiro, I've got all of this year to beat Sekiro. Uh, that's gonna be rough, but I, I I think if I like if I'm incentivized to beat it, I will. All right, so let's turn off the uh, Smash Bros music. So we're gonna be digging into our yeah high school Olympics. We're gonna be making our choices for this year. So. <clears throat> 
real quick. Each of us hopefully made a pretty substantial list of uh, games and selections that each of us. I would think this year our big priority would be stuff that's going to come out, seeing as how that's how I lost. Basically. Yeah, killed us last year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so just uh, while he's kind of getting set up, for those who maybe are new to hi uh, this high score Olympics game, basically each one of us are going to go kind of round robin draft pick style and pick um, one out of uh, one of five games. We're going to have five games that are our picks. And basically at the end of the year, we're going to take the Metacritic scores for those five games, average them out, and amongst us three, whoever has the highest average, they win, and then they get to pick the punishment or the game to play, which for the loser, which that would be the person who gets the lowest average. So, uh, basically, a draft pick style. Um, I was trying to push these guys to make it more challenging this year, but apparently they weren't up for it just yet. So next year, maybe we'll make this a little more, a little more competitive in some ways. But I think we'll keep things pretty, pretty even, pretty simple for right now, right? Yeah, so down in the comments, throw any suggestions. <laughs> Phoenix had like. X amount of RPGs or certain studios you couldn't have multiple of their titles. Yeah, restricted <laughs> by yeah, like either genre or studio, like a little more like an actual draft pick, like you can only have certain positions. But I think we kind of came up with that thought a little late, and I didn't want to postpone it too much. So for now, just whatever games we pick that haven't already been chosen. So uh, I know Chaz is going to do a quick random order selection up there. So the order you see up there right now is not accurate, so it's not mm -hmm. necessarily starting with me and then gamer. He'll <laughs> rotate it here in a minute, and once it's set. Uh, you don't run it again. We're just going to stick on that rotation until oh. everybody's chosen five games. So for right? for every for every round, because last year we did it after every round, we reset it. Oh, did we? I don't even recall mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you um, did that last year. I remember you reset it after every pick or every round. I mean, I mean that definitely will make that makes it, it more fair. I think for everybody, it'll be more fun. Okay. Never mind. Forget me. I don't know the rules of this game. So it's, well, remember, I me. I watched it last year, and I or I just watched it. So I I we definitely did that. <clears throat> okay. Is that the Fair only enough. other view? We'll that that's, the, that's the other view on that video. Is here. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um. Okay. So should we go on one, or should I do it a couple times to make sure this thing's working? Just hit it once. No, we gotta do it. Whatever the next thing is. Yeah. Right, here we go. <laughs> Three, oh my gosh. two, one. Big money, big money, big oh, money. Oh, Phoenix, dang it. Oh, nice. There you go, gamer. Damn oh, it. man, that stinks. Oh, that's almost actually harder because now I got to I gotta pick. I thought with me on the bottom, I thought with me on the bottom, for some reason, it was going to give me one. I got lucky there. <laughs> All right. So I got two I'm looking oh, at. Let me get I'm my phone trying... out. You get to pick one. Oh, who do I? Oh man, I almost didn't want the first pick because you wanted it. You, you're is... gonna you're gonna pick whatever the other one I don't pick is. Um, <laughs> sucks to be last. Okay, I am going to go with Final Fantasy Seven. You have to. That's what I'm gonna choose if I was first. Yeah, I mean there there was another one that. I think it's a real good chance of being as high a score, if not higher, but oh man, I just want Final Fantasy. I'm sorry, yeah. Metal. I know, I know that was in your that pocket. That was my pick. <laughs> Damn it. So Final Fantasy oh, Rebirth goes okay. towards Phoenix. I mean, yeah, that's that's a solid pick, man. That's probably I don't want to say foolproof, but you're gonna get 
at worst, you know a hot, be good. at worst, high eighties. You know, I don't remember what the first one got. Does anybody recall? Out of curiosity, um, I can. Oh shoot! Uh, I'm oh, sure. You guys can go I'm and move sure on. I'll, re- I'll look it up. You guys don't need to take away. I'm sure he got a really high score. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is going to be tough for me because I actually have two here that I don't know which one I want. One of them I know is coming out this year, and the other one I don't know. So that's what's tough for me here. 87, by the way, for Final uh, Final Fantasy. Mm. That's actually lower than I thought. So I'm actually going to surprise... I'm going to surprise Phoenix. Um, I'm not going to choose the one that I don't know is coming out this year. I'm going to go with a title that's something that I know has a date, and I know a lot of people are excited for, and it is not a game a game type that is uh, something I'm excited for. So I'm going to... Do it. I'm going to go with a game called Black Myth Wukong. If you guys haven't heard okay. of it. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. this is a the next big like uh, Dark Souls-like or Souls-like game. It's I believe it's made by a... Oh gosh, don't I think it was a Vietnamese. Is it Vietnamese? I know it's an Asian country. It's uh, or is it it's Korean? Chinese, it's based off Chinese mythology, so it's yeah, a, but it's not it's made here, by. Uh, I don't remember who it's made by. This here, uh, uh, it's an upcoming action playing uh, a game by Chinese developer Game Science. Oh, it is a Chinese. See, for some reason, I didn't think it was a Chinese developer, but yeah, it's a game that uh, those people that love the Souls-like games are super excited for this game. And I'm banking on that it's going to be good and that it's going to get high scores. Because I know it's coming out this year. They at least put a, put a date on it for this year. Um, I had another game that I was super, that I wanted to pick, but I haven't gotten definitive dates for it yet. So that's the only thing that made me like, I you know, my heart goes with that game, but I, I'm trying to prioritize what's coming out this year. So Black Myth Wukong for me. What do you I guys think? think? What you're Is that a good? Um, I think it's a good. That's a solid pick. I me, mean, it's, it's a little bit of a unknown, but yeah, I've seen good <laughs> things about it, so that could that could work work in your favor. It's almost like it's almost like a gamer's shot at Armor Core, where it's like it's a Souls like, yeah. but although Armor Core wasn't really a Souls like, it was made by that team. But like, I meant that game was kind of an an unknown quantity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was my that was well, my from soft behind it, which I think was kind of running the train on that one, but yeah. All right, so gamer, you have uh, quite the pick. You there's a lot of good stuff out there. There is. It's just, you know, obviously Final Fantasy's been taken, so that's kinda out of the question. It's okay. That's okay. Um I'll I'll eat my zero and I'll have a piece of cake. You can always so, uh, I'm you can always bank go... on Metroid four. That's coming out. That's not even ah. on the list, you jerk. <laughs> Do Metroid Four, man. Nintendo might surprise us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Metroid Four in chat. All of you, uh, everyone in chat. Let me see how many oh, are there. Yeah. Nobody's there. Nobody. Well, Bob, <laughs> we're doing this for fun. Yeah. So I have two picks here. Is that fun? I guess. <laughs> I have two picks here that are that are pretty that, that that are pretty good um i'm gonna go with 
Uh, I want to start off with Warhammer 40k. Oh, oh there's okay. Space Marine 2 coming out this year, and I know that Space Marine 1 did really well. That game's so, been pushed back a couple times, so hopefully that yeah. does indeed. But I think they already announced like the, oh, I think they announced the collector's Gatorade. edition. The collector's edition has already been announced and everything. Yeah, so I think there is a date. What was it so called? That... Warhammer 40k? <laughs> uh, Space Marine 2. Space Marine 2. So I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my chances on that one. Okay, that's that's. I don't. I feel like that one's gonna do well. I just don't know if that's gonna. I feel like that's probably gonna be low eighties. I don't know. Am I Maybe. wrong on thinking that? There's a lot of people who love 40k, man. It depends. They've had a couple of really high ones, but they've also had some really low ones. It could go either way. Oh yeah. So I'll play with some fire. It'll be kind of fun. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I okay, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's a good start. Okay. So randomize it again, or do we do we agreed we wanted to do that? Randomize it every round. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, that's what we did last year. I'm okay with that. If you think that'll make it a little more mm-hmm. interesting, spicy. I'm all for it. I do. I think it's a little okay. more spicy. Well, that's how fantasy works, and and football is like, uh, yeah, it goes well. Fantasy football, it's not randomized. They go back to front. So like they'll go Phoenix, Chazman, Gamer, then Metal Gamer gets the mm. first pick, then I get the second, then you get the third, and then it goes mm. it, it rotates back and forth where like we could do that, but I, randomize it I feel like randomize it's kind of fun. Yeah, randomize it again. Keep okay. everything up in the air. You just don't want the third pick. Or uh, the first. Maybe. First one was pretty good. Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, and a one. Did it happen? Or did yeah, give yeah, because us... I'm still number one. I can't tell. Oh, I should have looked over here. Timestamp was... It didn't change. No, just, just do it again. We... Do it one more. Are you oh. a scholar? Oh. Oh. There we go. Oh, I regret what I said. <laughs> no, Christ. no, it was right the first time. All right, so this... Oh, boy. Oh, oh this one's tough. Do I choose the game I was going to pick before? But that game still doesn't have a date on it. Oh, <laughs> let me look it up real quick. <laughs> oh my no, God, what a jerk! You can't just do that. that. You pick now. You <laughs> have time to do research. You're wasting time. You're research, you gotta do it in between <laughs> picks. Five, <laughs> four, jerk. three, um, two, all right. One. I'll put down the phone. Um, I'll pick the phone back up. Um, <laughs> what a jerk! Wasting time. Some of us are I already know he Phoenix is gonna pick this up if I don't take it. Well, Y'all know nothing. Say you know it. what I'm gonna do. Do it. But the hate flow. I have another pick, but that one's. He's <laughs> contemplating. All right, Phoenix, I'm gonna do it to you. I, I think I'm gonna go with Hades too. I think I have to. Good, I good. Alright, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna fill it in. Hades two. It's I pick I made this pick last year and I was confident this game was gonna come out last year and to my dismay it did not. And they re- <laughs> they released like so, a game- gameplay trailer and everything, so I can't believe You wanna know why I did not pick it? 
Why? Because when it comes out this year, it's coming out in early access, which does not get Metacritic scores. And Hades 1 was in early access for like 22 months. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, oh wow. That's my fault then for not doing research, I guess. Bye. For the best. I, mean, I could be wrong. They might now. I mean, now they have you know the Hades one under their belt. Maybe it'll be a much quicker turnaround. But uh, that that one, I wanted to go Hades too. Like honestly, that's the game that I think when it comes out will probably be one of the highest rated games on my list for sure. But it's real sketchy, and it, I didn't want to risk you know picking that when I vote most. I'd be off by a few points picking another mm-hmm. game. So, all right, yeah, I'll roll with it. We'll we'll see for funsies, I guess. I picked it last year, so I guess I, I feel uh, I feel like I had to. Funsy didn't have to. <laughs> All right, Metal Gamer, you're up. All right, Metal. <clears throat> okay. Um, I want to go with, at this point, it will be... I want to choose Like a Dragon. I think that one's going to do pretty well. Oh, mm-hmm. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth? One. Yeah, that's a good that, one. that one's a good one. They've that's done the, them really well. They always hit, like, mid-80s, high-80s, yeah. so... I think the what that's that's the Yakuza, Yakuza game, mm-hmm. and the last one was yeah. so freaking good. So that's I think called, what is it Infinite Wealth? Is that it? Infinite, Infinite Wealth. Wealth yeah. yeah. So I think that one's gonna do with the new name and everything. It's still gonna be the same game. Well, what was super interesting with yeah. our picks last year is like all of our picks, if I remember, came out in the last three four months. So like for like the whole first half of like last year almost none of our games came out except for i had hogwarts legacy which was kind of yeah. funny mm-hmm. but uh this one i feel like we already have final fantasy I... yeah 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 i like i was hesitant to pick anything towards the end of the year but i don't know there's a couple in here that are coming out later i might still go with we'll see but that's a good pick yep. mm-hmm. yeah so. all of the yakuza games they're not called yakuza anymore i like yakuza i think that sounds better but well, there's so many Yakuza. I think well, they want to rebrand it a little bit. Yeah, like a dragon. That's sense. so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Phoenix, your turn. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Chaz. I'm doing Sinuous Saga Hellblade 2. That was... Ah. Uh, was that the other game? Yeah, that that was the two. Was I was like... You had that picked last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and I haven't played the first one, so I'm taking a bit of a... Uh, reach here because I don't know. I think the last one scored like the low 80s. I just know that Microsoft is banking on this one a little bit. At least I imagine they are. This is kind of their big game for this year, right? I can't think of many other things they really have on the docket. Granted, with that being said, Starfield was their big game last That's, year. I picked, I picked Starfield last year. <laughs> what was the Metacritic on? I think the Metacritic though was decent on Starfield. It was like it's just over the past. It was like low mid eighties, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, I think it just more had a bad reception after the fact more than anything else. So I don't know. I'm hoping they're putting all their resources into Hellblade too. So here we go. Yeah. Okay, so we are we all got two. So time for another mix up here. I will keep an eye out to make sure this one this one does it. All right, so here we go. Three, two, one. All right, so it definitely did. Oh, that's gay. Oh, okay. This is, <laughs> this is like my birthday. <laughs> oh, man. This is stupid. All right, Phoenix gets a, right, another so first one, pick. It starts to get interesting now because I'm kind of getting into my mid-ish tier games, like the ones I'm really not too sure about. There's one more I really want to pick. I'm probably going to go with <laughs> it now, but there's a few others that could go a bunch of directions. Um, I'm going to go with Persona 3 Reload. Oh, well, can I do that, actually? Isn't that a remake? That is... 
it is. I guess I was feeling like it was maybe going to be more different. Maybe not, though. Okay, I'll let you guys decide on that. Because I... We did Persona talk about that. Three. One of the rules we have. Yeah. We said no remakes or remasters unless it was something we felt like they were doing some drastic changes to, which is why, like, last year, I think we allowed Resident Evil 4, this year, Final Fantasy. Yeah, you I did take Resident really Evil 4 it. last year, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot about this game, to be fair. I guess I'm just imagining it's going to be more of a, like, reimagining to a certain extent, but... Maybe not enough. I'm gonna let you guys decide that. If you don't want me to pick that one, I'll go with a backup. Is it, a, is it a is it a is it a major change up? I don't know though. Like, so I don't know. I guess that's the thing. There's not enough. I mean, for what I've seen, the trailer <laughs> looks different enough, but they haven't released a huge amount about it that I've really seen as far as like big changes. So. It, it maybe is too much of an unknown. So if you want me to go ahead and skip by it, I can. I guess I'll the reason I think it's not going to be like a straight remake is they've had Persona 3, then they had Persona 3 Portable. So I feel like this is going to be kind of its own thing because Persona 3 Portable was its own thing. It took the whole game and made it isometric. So I'm curious if they're going to take the game and make it more Persona 5e, which would be a different thing. But it says here that the you guys uh, can the do a vote. It says here that it says uh, Reload contains additional scenes not featured in the original game or any of its re-releases, including new party interactions, dialogue, and voice cutscenes. So every social link route is completely voiced. Hmm. So it's a lot of little things. So If it's a substantial it's one, I think enough, I'm though. okay with it, seeing as how we let you have four last year. But I'll, <laughs> I'll say whatever, whatever Gamer decides, we'll go with. What really? do you think, Gamer? He got Resident I mean, Evil 4 last year. Honestly, from what I saw, it wasn't a major reimagining either. Like, they changed, like, some core gameplay stuff, but it ended up being, I think, pretty close to the okay. uh, so, original. So. It says here, Persona 3's director and producer confirming no change, no change story content for the characters, but those are not remake games. They are enhanced versions of the vanilla games. Hmm, that doesn't... Okay, so this is really close to the original. Okay. So it's That's not fair. a remake. Uh, wait, so it's not a remake? So you're saying it's it's too one-to-one. Is that what you're saying? It's saying that it's a, like it's an enhanced version of a vanilla version, meaning like like, like okay. saying like it's not it's, a reimagining. So it is more of a, okay. Right. I'll repick so, then. We'll, we'll, yeah. I mean, on Wikipedia, it, it, okay. on Wikipedia, it calls it a remake. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I don't know. That's... I, I think there's been enough for what you guys looked up to kind of say it probably be too close to the original. So that's fine. All right. Never mind. I'm sorry. I should have thought through that one a little more. Sorry. Let me go with... Okay, so I have another two. I'm going to go with something a little different. I'm going to choose Dragon's Dogma 2. Oh, uh, I, I was I, on my list. I have, that on, I have that on my list, too. Damn. Oh, well. That's okay. Now I have to pick something different. <laughs> I have that, and I was <laughs> I was thinking about three or four. But I was thinking about waiting until pick four to pick that up. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, so Phoenix so far Man. has Final Fantasy VII Reboot, Rebirth, Sensuous Senua Saga, Hellblade 2, Dragon's Dogma 2. Those are pretty strong. Yeah, they are. Bring it on, fellas. It's okay. Don't get don't get your don't don't get your hopes up here. Oh, I forgot I'm up next, aren't I? I think Dragon Dogma 2 is a is a good pickup. 
Um, I never played the first one, which I actually have it on my shelf behind me. I should probably play that at some point. You got like every game ever made behind you on the shelf. Uh, just to no, be aware, the first Dragon's Dogma only got a 75 on Metacritic. Mm. Uh, Darker Risen got an 81, which is kind of like a pseudo-sequel. Um, so, I don't know, it's not a shoe win We'll see. Capcom, they make Monster Hunter, don't they? I was going to say, yeah, Monster, Hunter is su- Monster Hunter is super big nowadays, so Dragon's Dogma is probably Capcom not far. Capcom in general has been yeah. hitting hard, like between Monster Hunter and Resident Evil and um, what else, Street Fighter. Like, they have been doing some high marks so we'll see so with me being up i'm tempted to do one of two things to to do something we didn't do last year Mm. get a girlfriend (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um all right i I, in the in last year's video i ridiculed gamer for not picking one of these so i'm gonna do it I'm going to go with a fighting game that comes out this year. I'm going to choose... I I wonder which one he's going to pick. I'm going to choose Tekken 8 that comes out. Of course you are. Very soon. (laughs) Are you going to choose multiverses? Jesus. Were you going to pick that up, gamer? I mean, thinking about it? I had it on my list in the case of, like, as, like, a backup, but... So, the main reason why I picked that is Street Fighter 6 scored really well. This last one that just came out. Fighting games work well in general. (laughs) Yeah. And Tekken is a very popular. I think everyone knows Tekken at this point. I love Tekken. But um, Tekken Tag, man. That was my game. Tekken Tekken Tag was so good. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I'd be kooky and uh, go out on a limb. Pick a fighting game. I I think it's a pretty solid solid bet. Me, I think metal's right. Metal uh, fighter games or fighting games usually score pretty well. They're very niche audience. Street Fighter Five, but most of them have done really well. So Tekken Eight comes out. Oh, that comes out in a couple weeks. I'll I'll have an early, Mm -hmm. an early edition pretty soon. Jerk. I'm sorry. Forgive me. (laughs) It's okay. All right, well, it's my turn. Yay. So, yeah. So, since we're on the Konami bit, I saw <laughs> this. Usually these games are kind of a hit or miss on my point, from my point of view. But I like them. I think they're super fun. I'm going to go a little bit on the whim on this one. It's been a while since I've seen one, so I'm hoping it does pretty well. So, I'm looking at uh, Contra, Operation Galuga. What the heck? A Contra I game. like Contra games. Yeah, there's a Contra game coming out this year. And I was like, ooh, a Contra game. And Didn't I know the last one was... scored really badly? Which one was that one? Uh, there was one that came out a while back. There were like two recent ones. I think the most recent did okay. The one before it tanked. So Yeah, I'll take a chance on it. Usually Contra games are hit and miss depending on, you know, how they make them, who makes them <laughs> and what kind of crap they're doing. I with. did not even have a Contra game on my list, so... Well, so at least on my what I've been pulling from that Contra game is a to be announced for this year. So it's technically 2024, but there's no firm date. So this could be can be pushed anywhere. Off. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I'll take my chances. Uh, that's also that's also a re- it's also a remake. What? Operation Galuga is a thorough reimagining of the run and gun action game from the 80s. So God, is that... you're a goofball. Get out of here. That's 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 contra. Um, okay, well, I think the key thing is reimagining. Like, okay, that's not a remake. I think there's, there's, a, 
isn't well, every that thunder is reimagining? So... Like, yeah. Well, I think here's the thing. If it's from the 80s, like, I think you've got enough, hopefully, generational okay. gap there that whatever they put out is going to feel different enough. I, I'll give you that. I just saw yeah. so, something said a remake. I'm like, oh, okay. It, it, if you well, guys feel it's okay, I'll, we're good. Have you played every other? Have I'm you ever played a Contra game? Sure. Of course <laughs> not. It sounds like you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're they're pretty much run and gun, dude. Like they're all running guns. Like okay. if you okay. haven't played a running gun game, I don't know what to tell you. I'm reimagining. That's you know old. you know what they're going by? They're reimagining of the original. Those like, are old old man games. We're young, an old man game. young young man over here. Oh, okay. So we got our first Roll three picks. Dice. So let me keep my eyes on this. Make sure this does go. So three, two, one. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Oh, okay. did I get the first pick before or no? Oh, you did. Uh, I had it first. I switched you and me. Metal still hiding at the bottom. Well, I, f- uh, I feel like game- okay. Gamer's getting the short end of the straw on these, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I'm getting some garbage picks this time. It's okay. Sorry. Um, nah, all, right. all right. So let me see what I got. It's all right. So there is a game of a series that's coming out soon. A lot of people are talking about. Oh, I got um, it's what I want. <laughs> so, oh, so I, I know if I take that, I, I take that ahead of Phoenix. Um, do what you gotta do. I don't think I'm gonna choose that though. There's another title I'm thinking of. Let me make sure this comes out this year. Um, no, you keep, no no. You the pick. You had your research time. <laughs> really? Yes. We had to pick new games. All right, so I'm going to choose this game. It literally just got announced. Had a gameplay trailer and everything during the Game Awards. Um, It looked really cool. It looks like it's in my my wheelhouse. Wheelhouse? Is that the the term? I don't know. My wheelbarrow? I don't know. Um, (laughs) If you don't know, this game is made by uh, Moon Studios. It's made by the people who made Ori. Um, So Ori games, all one and two were both reviewed very well had great scores this game again looks really cool i'm very interested in i did a review on it actually it's on the channel but it's a game called no rest for the wicked again this game just got announced Hmm. a few months ago Uh, moon studios is a very talented studio they make quality games i'm hoping this is another uh you know kind of big shot for them now i'm tempted to see if phoenix chooses the game i was gonna choose but i switched over to this one so phoenix go ahead Oh, you're too nice. Um, that No Rest one is also one that's a TBA for 2024, by the way. So, oh, is it? Could move around. Uh, at least I already, on my, I already I'm looking it. at Game Informer's list. All right. Mm. Um, I think you know what I'm picking. Um, I'm picking the Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. I thought about that. Yeah. I like. I know a lot of people were kind of lukewarm on this. When I saw it, I thought that looked pretty good. Like kind of a 2D stylized Prince of Persia. I don't know. I, I've liked a lot of the Prince of Persia games, especially, and this is not everybody's favorite, but um, the one that came out on 360. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you we had like the blue and red kind of headdress scarf thing. Man, I love that game. So, I don't know. Not a guarantee by any means, but I don't know. I'll, I'll take a risk on it. Hoping for at least 70 something. Yeah. Releases. Um, gosh. All right. So go ahead, uh, Metal Gamer. Looks like you're up. All right. 
I'm going to go with something a little bit more familiar, but I didn't realize they were coming out with this until I saw the list. So I was like, ooh, that's kind of neat. Um, they usually do pretty good considering. Um, I'm going to choose Visions of Mana. Because I personally like the mm. Mana games. And I know that I haven't played the last one, but I would love to at some point. That game just and got I announced too during the Game Awards, I think. Yeah, Visions of Mana, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's what that's it's called, Visions of, Visions of Mana? Yeah. That's my mm-hmm. RPG of the of my list. That's interesting. So, yeah. I gotta play the other ones. I know, <laughs> like, when I played Secret of Mana, it was, like, my jam. Like, I didn't even get to try out Trials of Mana. So I guess there's, yeah, there's Trials of Mana, and then that's it. I feel like the I feel like yeah, there's three. Yeah, this round has probably been the most interesting one out of the three. Like, I feel like any one the of these games three... are kind of selected now. Yeah. yeah, no rest for the wicked again. I I thought it was more set in stone for this year, but maybe it sounds like I'm wrong on that. Uh, Prince of Persia. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Prince of Persia is still few. Prince of Persia has been early reviewing very well. I think that's why I thought about going with it, but. It's Ubisoft. I was just worried about the Ubisoft aspect, but granted, this is a different type of game than what they've been kind of crapping out as of late. <laughs> but um, and then Visions of Mana is interesting. I mean, those that's like a long running franchise, right? Like a oh, ton yeah. of them. Oh Super yeah. Nintendo. Oh yeah. It's a long running game. Um. All right. So yeah. is this the last round? Sheesh, we're already on the last round. On a roll. <laughs> So here we go. And a three and a two. There we go. Uh, oh, gamer. Right. Oh, gamer finally got a first That's pick. Fair. Oh my god. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> on the oh, on the fifth man. round. Oh crap. I don't know. I have two, but I'm not sure which one's gonna do well. I don't know which is you know what at this point I'm I've been hitting bottom of the barrel kind of stuff lately. So I guess I just don't give a crap. Um at least maybe maybe if you choose if I choose a game at the end of the, if you guys choose a game at the end of the year for me at least I'll be able to play something. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take my chances on this. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna take my chances. I don't know how well this is gonna do. This is probably the most goofiest thing I've seen in a while. Unicorn Overlord, right? No, I saw it. Eh. Metroid Four. Not interested. Uh, that's that's pretty tactic-y kind of game. I'm I'm not into yeah. tactics. A lot are of you gonna are, are you gonna choose that weird walking game for PlayStation? What is it the? What is the weird indie one where you play the fat guy that can't walk? You have to struggle to take steps. What oh, walk. Uh, that's called steps, isn't it? Or or because you, you play take, you taking steps or something. You, like you play a fat guy getting off the couch yeah. for the first time in like years or something. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Um. I would like. I'm not gonna pick that. Yeah, I think it's called. Yeah, I think it's called Baby Steps. Or Baby some Steps. Crap like yeah, that. I think so. You're right. Yeah. It's a stupid. Like, it looks <laughs> it fun. I'm not gonna it lie. Looks, it, it looks, looks fun. fun. It looks good. Um, I'm gonna. I'm trying. I don't know if I'm playing safe or not, but I'm just gonna kind of do it. So, this one comes out rel- relatively soon. I don't know if it's gonna do well. I'm just gonna shoot in the dark. I'm gonna shoot a blank here. Um, I'm gonna go with Princess Peach Showtime. No one has oh, picked a Nintendo okay. game. So that was on my list. Yeah, I'm I'm picking Showtime. Um, just because it it was interesting enough to catch my interest, because it's really weird. I 
guess it's weird. Well, well, what was that other one? Super Princess Peach was like her last kind of her last game. That was for the three, the 3DS headliner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't recall what that got. I got I a feel 75. Like, I, I feel like love that game now. I feel like that's the only Nintendo game that's like set in stone for this year. No, there's another. <laughs> there's a few. They have quite a few. Like a Mario themed one. I want to put it on my list. Maybe. Huh. Well, there's, there's, well, no, I'm not going to say nothing. Uh, well, funny. as a matter of fact, we won't, you won't be able to choose it anyway. So, yeah, they have a Thousand Year Door coming out, which is this year. That's a, that's a remake. Oh, that's not remake, the one I'm talking remaster about. That's, or whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's why I decided to say it. Be smart. Yeah, that's another one. No, I, I know I know exactly which one you're talking about. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's my pick. I'm, I'm taking my chance. Okay, so... My final pick. Oh gosh, I have no idea. <clears throat> um, because there's a game I chose last year. I still don't know if that game's ever coming out this year, though. Oh boy. Uh, Do it. Do it. We already have one game that you don't know if it's gonna come out. Yeah, but I, I again, I feel like I should prioritize something coming out this year. Peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> do it, do Because if we're talking about by the heart, I would probably go with Fable, but I have no idea if that's ever coming out. Any if of the game, X, if that, that game came out, man, that'd be, that'd be any 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 of the Xbox stuff that's like way down the line. Just you you don't know, you don't know when any of that stuff's coming out. So, gosh. There's only one, there's only one I'm looking at that I I'm pretty sure is coming out this year. Um Oh goodness. All right, you know what? I'm going to choose it cuz I, I think it's coming out. So Gollum. Just kidding. I, Gollum. So I'm going to choose Smeagol's return. Smeagol's <laughs> return minus 5 on the better critic score. So I'm going to choose something that I'm more sure of is coming out this year it's the last like major triple a game i see really um i'm gonna choose star wars outlaws it's the only Mm, other big big title that i know is coming out Hmm. um star wars all the other titles coming out this year all the other titles i have are like if what's and maybes that's the only one that i'm like i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure you're gonna be out That one, I didn't. There was just something about that um, where what Disney or someone tried to put a firmer date on it, and then the developers like, "Oh no, it's gonna be later in the year." So that made me kind of look. No, I think I could be wrong. I'm thinking of something else, but I thought there was something about that game in particular recently regarding its (laughs) release date. Maybe they were sharing it up. I don't know. A lot of the a lot of the other games I have are like Xbox titles that are like iffy Mm -hmm. and i was just like i'm cagey on picking you know like fable or there's a couple other ones that are like i don't know so i'm all good phoenix it looks like you're uh oh no i just put that for you i'm it i get (laughs) to pick the last yeah don't give me that game (laughs) this is it i get to bring it home all right so it doesn't matter what i talk about now because nobody can take anything Um, i did did that last year i would not have picked fable i feel like fable would have shot you in the foot like i don't think that game's coming this year at all mm-hmm. i wouldn't um, pick that either all right so i'm just i'll tell you what, i'm gonna tell you the other games that are on my list because at this point i don't care and um then i'll tell you which one i'm pretty sure i know which one i'm gonna pick but 
the other Mario game, and I don't think it's a remake. I think they're just reusing the name Mario versus Donkey Kong. So they're oh, bringing yeah. that. Mm. I don't think it's a um, remake. Maybe there's but... another one I'm missing too. You know what? I'll, another I'll throw it out there just to be cool. But uh, they did they did just announce World of Goo too. I don't know if that's like that's on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's there. That one's. I'm worried that's gonna be one that's gonna come out like early early, early access or something. So that's gonna be a game they're gonna do much modification. Yeah. Um. Like I want to pick World of Goo. I'm not confident about that coming out. I don't know. Um, then I've got, I had Star Wars Outlaws. We'll take that away. That was a possibility. Uh, Princess Peach was on my list. Uh, South Park Snow Day mm. was sitting here. Um, I, I wasn't too keen on the trailer, to be honest. Like, I didn't like the 3D thing it was going for, but the last two, um, South Park games were great. So, uh, there, there is that. one. There, there is. Had... Oh, no, good. No, I was going to say, there is one big game. It's a game that I picked last year. That's the game I was thinking of. I won't say it because I don't want you to have to Oh, wait, don't say it because I think it's it's on my list. Okay. I think. It's a big big game, (laughs) but who knows if it's coming. Um, I had Killer Clowns from Outer Space on here just because... I I thought about that too. I think I saw that game, yeah. Uh, Last one on my list, though, it's the one I think I'm going to pick. It's a little bit of a unknown. Like, there's not an official date, but it seems pretty sure for 2024. I think that's the game you're talking about avowed no not not the one i was or is that not no that's not oh yeah uh, i know people are a little up in the air on this one but it's obsidian um and obsidian we trust i don't know i'm i'm kind of holding on that would be pretty good and i'm hoping it comes out this year so that's kind of my unknown on the list but Hmm. what was the other one you were thinking of um game that reviewed really well a game i chose last year was hollow knight silk silk song I, I would assume that game has to come out. It's they announced it for last year, and it got I don't know presumably pushed to it this doesn't year. even it doesn't even say it. Anywhere. I didn't even see that on the like when I search for that on my list. It's not that game might there. be a limbo. Like, that game might be a limbo. Be. Might be in limbo right now. Or it could come out in early access or something like that's one that right now I'm like, Ooh. so oh so those are our lists. Um, I'm happy with my picks. I feel like most of those will probably be real games. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised Chaz didn't chose uh, choose a uh, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. Oh, oh, you know. I'm surprised you I mean, were tempted. Dragon Ball games so much. <laughs> I'm surprised you were tempted for South Park. Like I didn't even think I, I knew that game, but I wasn't like that wasn't on my list. Only because the first two were so good, but this third one's taken a pretty big departure. Mm. So I just I don't know. I'll tell you though, like looking at the games, like I know last year I thought was a little disappointing, but this year looks this even year. more light. Yeah. There's some big ones. If some of these big ones really come out, like Hades 2, that could paint this whole year for me. I loved the first Hades, so if that comes out and that's great, that could be a really, really high point. I'm Final Fantasy 7 m- is a really big one. I think I might be more excited for this year. Like No Rest for the Wicked, Hades 2. Senua Saga, Final Fantasy, Dragon's Dogma, Avowed, I'm excited for. Warhammer looks cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. I think I could probably agree with that. <laughs> Last year, I think the reason I was disappointed is none of those games, even though they were really good, were like really like my game, like my yeah, type of game. Yeah, these right? are more my type there's of games. There's a few on here, though, that could really hit hard. I mean, what do you think, Metal? What do you think as far as the outlook on 2024? It's not terrible. I think. I mean, there's a few games that I, I feel like it's it's good. 
I just, I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> we'll see how it starts, and we'll see what what uh, surprise punches we get this year. I guarantee you, there's gonna be. Um, Nintendo is gonna announce a new Mario game, almost certainly. There'll be some big new release that they're like. This will come out. And well, the <coughs> big thing for Nintendo is they're supposed to announce a potential oh, the Switch release two? Switch 2 yeah. this year. And yeah. if they do that, there's got to be a game. I am wondering, we haven't seen a 3D Mario in a hot minute. You had Bowser's Fury, Odyssey 2. Metroid Prime 4? Launch, launch game? Ah, ah. Maybe. Uh, I feel like they got to have something. Or the Switch 2, because I feel like otherwise nobody's going to run out and get a Switch 2, except for those who are just, you know, hot for new hardware. So they'll need that big draw title. So Or Mario Kart be at 9, maybe they'll finally put a new Mario Kart out, I don't know. So that could definitely shift things up a little bit. But yeah, like I said, there were a bunch of Xbox games. Avowed was one of them, Fable, they have um, the, ne the next Outer Worlds, you have... There's so many titles that they're like kind of sitting on that it's like... I think the one, there, the one is, the big one is Senua's Blade, Hellblade 2. That's probably the biggest game that they've, other than Starfield, um, that's probably the biggest game that they'll have had. And I feel like, man, they gotta nail, they have to nail that one. If, I, that's my rationale for picking it. But yeah, okay, so real quick, just go back through the list, or were you gonna say something? No? Huh? Okay. Real quick, just to kind of recap. So wow. I went um, with Black Myth Wukong. Again, kind of a, 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 a brand new development studio. It's a game that a lot of people are talking about. That one's one of the more interesting ones, I feel like. Who knows where that one could go. Uh, Hades 2. Hopefully that comes out this year. Tekken 8 comes out in a few weeks. No Rest for the Wicked. Star Wars Outlaws. <coughs> uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth for Phoenix. Said it was Blade. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, Prince of Persia, Avowed. The one thing I'm noticing about Phoenix is he's got a lot of like, uh, of like well-known names. We've got four like legacy titles that have been around for a little bit. <coughs> and then I suppose Misunua Saga is kind of like that's probably that's one, yeah. the second in the franchise. Avowed's a brand new IP to my knowledge, so yeah, fair enough. Uh, Metal Gamers got Warhammer, 40k, Space Marine 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Contra, Visions of Mana, Princess Peach. Now that I think about it, Metal Gamers probably anything, the one with the legacy. Yeah, he's got more legacy titles than anything. I'm playing it safe. I think the Contra be one. Fun be I think fun. the Contra one might bite you in the butt. Who it's knows okay. if it's anything like the the one Contra game. And then War Warhammer's like, I don't know, like that's kind of a niche audience. The first Space Marine that was 360 days, and that game was really solid. Was it really? So I know yeah. they've had other games that have dipped, but the first Space Space Marine, at least I recall it being pretty darn good. Uh, so here's hoping they can bring it back home again. No. Um. All right, everybody. Well, that was the High Score Olympics for 2024 for us. I forgot to change that screen over. But, um, yeah, down in the comments, we would love to hear what you guys have to say. Do you, whose list do you think is strongest? Um, I've got a feeling Phoenix is probably... Phoenix er, has got the early lead on us there, but who knows what the year may hold. Uh, may. may Final Fantasy VII will be terrible. 
Maybe they'll still kill Aerith, and that'll just be the end of it for everybody. Well, I mean, you you had you had uh, Legend of Zelda last year, and that did really good. Mm -hmm. We already know that. Well, so. well, remember there were those those few couple titles that moved out of 2023, which that's what really hurt us. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I I thought about picking it again. I'm still not so sure. It's not going to be a solid enough game. There's just I don't know. It feels too icky now. I can't do it. And Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> it was a really bad one. It never existed. It was bad, and it's still in early access, I think. So it's like, no. No, thank you. Um, all right, guys. Well, yeah, down in the comments, feel, for, uh, feel free to let us know what you thought about this year. Hopefully throughout the year, you know, you guys help us keep track of what's going on feel free to yell at us for how anything's doing um i don't know uh other stuff we got going on again by next episode you guys can expect that the you know you have to check us out if you want to see more of the podcast we'll be on the uh, the official entertainment podcast channel check that out there um i'll be putting out some videos to i guess help people guide you over there um I don't know, Phoenix Gamer. Do you guys got anything to say? Anything you want to? What are you guys working on? I Any games say, or nothing? Um, not so much games. I have a couple other side projects mm -hmm. which I'll discuss <laughs> down the line. But I just want to say, anybody watching, definitely tune back in so you can watch Chaz suck at Sekiro. It's gonna be a good time. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be a great time. I'll start. I'll schedule probably Friday or Saturday night. I will begin to delve delve deep. Oh yeah, get that prosthetic arm. Join me in the chat yelling at Chaz throughout the play. It'll be a good time. Oh. It's going to be good. I'm sure. <laughs> Get good. All right, everybody. Well, that begins a whole other year for us on the Entertainment Podcast. Uh, we had a blast. Hopefully, you know, we continue having a blast all throughout the year. So just want to say thank you so much to Metal Gamer and Phoenix, my two buddies. And uh, once again, social media is there. Check us out on any of those. And uh, I don't know, reach out. You can listen, listen to us there. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good night. Adios.